This is the Agile Thoughts Podcast, and I'm Lance Kind. And you see, you just write a bit of tests before writing product code, and everything will be peachy. I don't know. It's kind of mind-bending to work backwards like this. But you're good enough to do it, right? Of course I am. I've got it from here. Well, uh, I thought we'd continue pair programming. Would you believe I find you incredibly intimidating and that I need to work alone to satisfy my self-esteem? Well, okay, when you put it that way. Good day, Joe. Let's take a look at those tests. Here you go. You're going to love it. I made some adjustments. Huh? When I click the run test button, they stop after a bit and... Ta-da! A dialogue pops up. Uh... Yes, it's the old dialogue to ask the user what crazy value to pass into the... Microtest trick. Would you believe I was able to replace four of your tests with just this one? Uh, but now I have to interact, and before... Brilliant, isn't it? And if you need to debug it, it's all there, ready to go. But Joe, I don't want to interact with microtests. Someday, we'll have thousands, and it'll take forever if we need to interact. With one click, Joe, with one click, we want all the microtests to run. Huh. Um. Oh, I've got it. Let me handle this. Uh, good morning, Joe. Uh, I noticed something a little strange today. Why is the test runner reporting fewer tests today than yesterday? Would you believe that the test started failing for some reason, so I disabled it? Hold on. You're saying that day by day, I'm adding more tests, and the count goes up, and then your first few days on the job, you're making the number go down. Well, yeah. Your tests stop working after my code changes. Yeah? Well, you're supposed to maintain the tests that are checked in, or we'll get nowhere. But you designed it to be too inflexible. If you had agreed to use the old dialogue to get the user's input trick, like I had it... But Joe, each single micro-test is designed to test one scenario and only one scenario. This keeps the test simple, easy to understand, and easy to maintain. So, what would you have me do when a test fails? Go for the dialogue, Pop. Dialogues are the shizzle. Now, Joe, I say maintain the test. Joe, maintain the test. How do I know which is wrong? The test or my code? The test did its job by notifying you that something is up. 
At that point, you need to look into the matter and make a determination. Are you creating a regression or does the test need to be updated? Vanilla Pop is faced with getting a team member to learn TDD. The misstep occurs when he failed to get Joe to continue paraprogramming. Developers are trained by the education system to go it alone. And add to that, that many developers rather spend hours alone struggling with a computer than face conflict by working with others. It's how we are wired. It's a characteristic that is helpful to learn programming because we can suffer going it alone with the computer, trying to get it to do what we want. And if we keep sticking it out, we develop the skills to be good enough to successfully deliver projects. But there are better ways. We are no longer in school. And part of the value of working at a company is, well, the company of other skilled developers. The more developers work together side by side, the faster the skills of one are socialized into the other. And the alignment around following a new process such as TDD happens orders of magnitude faster if they work in a social situation. Pair programming is the key secret sauce to learning technical practices the right way. Otherwise, the feedback loop is slower, as you heard here, between Vanilla Pop and Junior Joe. Next episode, Code Dog gets mixed up in a code coverage scandal. You what? Did you say write tests as you write the code? You mean after you write the code but only if you've got some time left before the sprint ends. <laughs>